All right, folks, it is soccer time in the Tornado Alley. We've got so much soccer coming up this weekend. Thank you for tuning in to the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. We've got, first up, Daniel DeVore. He's going to be on to talk Tulsa Athletic as he's part of the pregame, postgame show of the Tulsa Athletic. And we've got a great match with Wichita this weekend, and he'll be on to preview that. Also, we'll have Mr. Dave Saunders, play-by-play voice for Tulsa Roughnecks and Fortuna Tulsa to talk both Roughnecks and Fortuna Tulsa. And we'll have some more guests here a little bit later. But first, you know, folks, it's time to get inside. We've got Lightning, uh, uh, Waynesburg, Missouri's under still storming there. We don't know what's going on there, but it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. All right, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We've had a little technical difficulties getting started. I don't know what happened. The whole Facebook feed exploded, and, and we had to restart again. But anyway, thanks for uh, coming on this Tuesday night edition of the Tornado Ice Soccer Podcast. And yeah, we've got so we've got three all three teams in action this weekend. All three, uh, so much soccer to talk about and. But before we jump into all that, we've got some folks to thank. We've got folks over at bgn.fm is where you can find the podcast, uh, the podcast version of this live stream. Also, good friends over at Roughneck Scarves, roughneckscarves.com. That's R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S.com. Official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and United States men's and women's national team. Go to www.roughneckscarves.com for all your scarf needs, fundraisers, uh, supporter groups, anyone out there that needs some scarves, youth teams, whatever, whatever you got, birthdays, you, you name it, got great scarves there. And I know some of our supporters groups here locally and regionally utilize Roughneck Scarves. Also, you know, it is a Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. We've got storms here for real. New Day Shelters, uh, NewDayTornadoShelters.com here in Tulsa. Great above-ground store. Well, they are storage. You can use them for storage, too. But great above-ground shelters to keep you and your family safe. You've got a small family like me. That's what we're – we got to duck in and get away from the storms. That's where we're going. So, uh, you know, somebody who's survived a tor- – well, my house has got hit by a tornado, I guess. And so something I'm unfortunately a little familiar with. And uh, But want to make sure everyone's safe. So if you don't have one, give those folks a call. Give my friend Dirk DeRose over at a new day shelters and tell them roger graham sent you all right so great stuff there and man so much soccer to talk about uh you may hear them here in the background we've got daniel devore on uh part of the pre-game slash post-game tornado well i almost said tornado alley but the tulsa athletic pre-game post-game show tornado alley. we yeah. never really came up with a name so we just called everyone whatever we want yeah that's fine it's sure, fine it's- it's the uh, Tulsa Athletic sponsored by Tornado Alley uh, uh, <laughs> pregame show, so I'm really going to wait for that check to get in the mail. Oh, hey, it's 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 coming. <laughs> it's, I, it's on its I way. I also just get. I also can just be paid in any kind of booze, so it's, yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it's fine. And uh, folks, just anyone out there on the live stream? Oh, there we go. I didn't see the live stream pop up. I was like, is no one on here? No one wanting to talk to us? But uh, anyway, any questions? Pop them in there, and we'll talk about it. But yeah, Daniel, uh, we're going right off the bat talk Tulsa Athletic. Uh, you know, we, yeah. had, we had a whole jam-packed uh, action there on Saturday. You had the Roughnecks playing, Tulsa Athletic playing at the same time. I had, yeah, the dual, had- I had dual screens. You probably had dual screens going on. And then all of a sudden, uh, you still had the, st- the strong start, and then the game was delayed. And then I, honest to God, because I just need sleep, I went to bed after the Roughnecks match. So, uh, so I, let's, let's. I would have pr- probably felt better if I would have went to sleep. Uh, after the, uh- <laughs> Uh, Fuel 66 has some uh, delicious frozen uh, whiskey and uh, Cokes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I had a few of those. So yeah. intermission was a little little rough. So, uh, yeah, I don't like a three-hour intermission in soccer matches. Yeah. Uh, oh, real- they did They did, They did. did uh, shorten up the halftime, though, to five minutes. So that did help. Yeah. And uh, real quick before we uh, – a couple folks asking, yeah, we had to postpone uh, – to. Re- we had everybody lined up to record to last night and then – my uh, three week do- three week old daughter got um, got a little fever, and we had to run her into the ER because that's like standard operating procedures. But everyone, she's fine. So thanks for everyone out there that's concerned. And uh, wait, we've got actually. Sorry, Daniel, I don't mean to upstage you here, but uh, we, no, we've fine. got a cameo here on the live stream. Um, 
here's a uh, Parker Graham's first uh, podcast uh, cameo here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's here on the live stream. So here she's uh, just here chilling. She's totally ignoring me right now. So uh, anyway, but she's fine, obviously, right here. So I'll give her back to Mama here. So uh, start of the show there. So. Um, oh. but anyway, yeah, I see you trying to go the cuteness factor. I see hey, how it is. Listen, Hey, I, anything I, Hey, I've, I've, I've got to do what I can do. Right. You, so you, uh, you just saw that I had a goat on my podcast. Last night. <laughs> you were trying to talk with a baby. I see how it is. Hey, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Right. So, uh, Hey, yeah. So, you know, we had the, the quick start there. Got the uh, Tulsa got the early goal there in the yeah. seventh was- minute, uh, yeah, and then you can talk about the start of the match there, and then until the rain delay. Yeah, uh, you know it was it was off a uh, free kick. Uh, it's a header, right? You know, mm-hmm. terrible memory of mine. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was the frozen <laughs> drinks, man. It happened. Yeah, oh yeah. Like by the time we started again, we kind of forgot. Um, um, you know, it was a good quick start, kind of what we needed to do, especially when you travel that far and nice, mm-hmm. you kind of saw that the weather was going to be probably be a factor. You kind of saw it on the radar heading that way. So if you're trying to get, do something before the, the weather delay, it's not nice to get that early goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, then after that, you kind of saw the three hour delay kind of just changed the whole out, like outlook of the game. You know, we kind of had a lot of possession early on. Uh, had a lot of chances. Their goalie played uh, really well. He had a lot of good stops. Uh, and, um, you know, I thought it would be, I think the scoreline would look completely different if mm-hmm. it was just a solid straight 90 minutes. Uh, Bauer came up early. Justin Bauer, the uh, keep for, uh, for us, uh, came up early with a big stop mm-hmm. on a one-on-one breakaway that he made himself big and, uh, that was really key to setting the tone to sure. a, kind of a game that turned into a the ref kind of taking over the match with some knick-knack fouls here and there. It, it just, after the break, it, it wasn't entertaining soccer, really. It was just whistle, whistle, whistle. What minute are we in? Is it, yeah. <laughs> is it game over time yet? Yeah, uh, and, and you know something, you know, you, you look, you know, just me looking at score, you know, like I said, I turned it off. I didn't really turn it off, but I just fell asleep before it ended. And, you know, you look at the score line, and kind of like you said, Dan, you, you got that early goal, and I thought, well, yeah. Tulsa's going to roll this team up, score half a, half a you know, Baker half of Baker's dozen, I guess is what I say. And then, but then you know, I woke up, saw the score 2-1, but, but you're right. You had the huge delay, uh, what, three-hour trip, uh, all, you know, you know, which is pretty yeah. pretty far away, three or four hours, whatever it is. Yeah, when you're when you're traveling on the day of, you know, sure. Anytime you travel on a day of, three hours is is kind of reaching that maximum where you want to travel on the day of a game. You mm-hmm. anytime after that, you're really just getting your legs. And then when you get your legs under you, you score that early goal. You're like, okay, I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to sit in the locker room for ten to minutes, you think, and then the sure. next thing you know, oh, it's three hours later, and you're like. Yeah, this this sucks. We want to go home. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You, you just want to get out of there at that point. So you're you're not thinking, you know, hey, well, you let's... know, you, you you kind of feel like, hey, we're the better team. You know, sure. we we should be playing this game and we should be winning. And it's soccer is a mental sport. So sure. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, like you said, you're just sitting there waiting for something to happen. I, you know, I remember playing, you know. Uh, you know, just sports in high school, but you know, you had a weather delay. You're sitting there twiddling your thumbs on the bus, and just, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not like you're sitting in Burka lounges and, and sitting there chilling, and you know what I'm saying. You're just no. probably cramped in a locker room or, or in or in the van itself, just waiting for it. And then, oh yeah, let's go play. You know, 74 minutes of whatever soccer after this. Yeah. And, and you like you said, you, you only had the five minute delay or the five minute halftime. So I mean, they're just trying to get the game over with this point. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and it was it was it was really never a game that you felt like we were going to ever lose. It was just kind of, you know you you kind of like for those like college football fans out there, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you're sitting around. We're we're better than a team. Like when OU's beating the team twenty one to seven, like okay, we should have scored a couple more turnovers, like a sure. touchdowns, but oh, we yeah. had a missed field goal opportunity. It was kind of like one of those games. It was just 
it is what it is. You get the three points, you come home, and you turn around and focus on the game that's this week. That's yeah. one of the biggest games of the year. Yeah, and speaking of college, we always talk about trap games, and, and that one had the markings of a trap game. I mean, it you know, you had the delay, you had this adversity, and you're playing on a turf stadium, and yeah. and which the good news is, and something we talked off air, is that it drained pretty well, and it wasn't a sloppy yeah. field after the match, so it's still playing fast, you know, and, and it's turf, so that, oh, that beats yeah, you up too, you know, and and then all the, yeah, and you're obviously looking at schedule and say, oh yeah, FC Wichita, okay, what what kind of statement is that going to be? All, that, all of a sudden, that's a very important match if you're a Tulsa athletic, and, yeah, you know, just for the I mean, for many reasons, but uh, you know, and then so, yeah, you're just a match on the road somewhere you're not familiar, probably not a huge crowd type, you know, it's just kind of a, and then plus that big rain delay, probably not a lot of people stuck around, you know, or who was oh, yeah. there, you know, so it's kind of a. Uh, what well, was a sterile environment type situation? You're playing; it's late. You know, you got a three hour road trip back, and yeah, it's a it's a mental thing for sure. And I think, and and, and we'll we'll kind of move on from there. And yeah, we have uh, a, few, a few folks here kind of commenting. And yeah, and, like we got Lucas here. Yeah, we like I said, we had opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, their goalie made some great saves. Uh, it it just got like I said, it's like one of those games. Like oh yeah, we should have scored more goals. I mean. They had a couple of chances, but, I mean, it was something that we clearly were the dominant team, and that was really their first game. And, you know, coming off two home games, I mean, they weren't the most competitive games in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Ozark was all right. I mean, Little Rock was just overmatched. Sure. But we were, but we got knocked. We got some injuries, you know, guys. I mean, you're playing in 90-degree-plus heat early on in May. Oh, absolutely. Guys coming in off, not with off-season training. I mean, it's – so the wear and tear was tough, so especially going up there and – uh, I didn't get the chance to see what the weather was at kickoff. Uh, it was a pretty warm day here in Tulsa, so I think mm-hmm. it cooled off, though. I think that front hit up in Waynesville a little bit earlier than it did here. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it, yeah. there's some comments. You know, you had Brady Blue. I, I don't know if he's traveling with – I don't know if he does the road matches or not. Um, and then Last I heard, he was a little knocked up, so uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, you know, he's, he got a lot of those little nicks and – Bruises after the first couple of games. So yeah, Chavez, he Ricky Chavez had that arm. I don't know if did he play any in the last match? You or you remember? Uh, but after that three hour break of uh, <laughs> <laughs> a frozen a frozen uh, whiskey drinks, right? Yeah, Chad Porch came in and looked pretty solid when he came in. He kind of changed the game. He was key on that second goal. Um, really, his pace was really just gave a lot of issues for the demise team. Okay. Yeah, it was David. He said that he didn't play, so I knew he had the arm injury. I wasn't expecting him back anytime soon. Yeah, yeah I think uh, the last I heard, it'll be a few weeks, but he will be back in action. Okay, perfect. Well, let's talk about FC Wichita. Uh, I mean, how? Yeah, they beat they beat some team in town uh, last. Yeah, week, they kind of so. did, didn't they? <laughs> there was some uh, well, a little bit of drama about that, but you know, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of drama. Something. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of drama, uh, not fun um, drama. Never yeah. want to see the drama like that. It's not fun. No, and and for those that may be tuning in, have no idea what we're talking about. And you know, I don't want to talk too much about it, but it, you know, just it, a lot of frustration boiled over, obviously. And and you had a team that you that you know, if you're the Roughnecks, you should have beat, and it didn't happen. And Frank Tayu, I'll just go ahead and say this: FC Wichita is a pretty dang good team and Frank Tayu yeah. is a defensive end that's just running around out there playing soccer I mean he's a matchup problem for anybody and I would be shocked if some USL or maybe USL D3 or somebody apparently, can... apparently makes so much money in Mexico playing indoor that yep <laughs> he doesn't want to play USL that's so. that's what I've heard and that's what I was talking to Johnny I ran into him and, and he was just telling me yeah he's he makes money playing indoor soccer, and it's like, well, maybe, maybe that's you know that's his thing, and that's that's cool. But man, he is what six foot five, six foot four, about two hundred and twenty pound striker. Um, yeah, he's he's got that semi pro soccer look down really well. He's like that. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys, bro- guys, brother over there playing defense, you know, defenders. So, I mean, and then it's oh great, yeah, it's a great story. I mean, it is you know it's. Uh, I mean that that was one uh, hell of a goal. I think uh, the Roughneck fans probably just closed off all social media attention what's whatsoever 
I've done that multiple times in my sports career where <laughs> as you're a fan of the team, you're like, yeah, not going to watch those highlights. Uh, yeah, if you're, you know, I know there's some of the armory that, that are more, you know, obviously Tulsa athletic fans. And, and I mean, if you're sitting there and you're just a neutral observer and, and trying to take in a soccer match, it, it was a good game. I mean, it was an ex- there was a lot of goals. Um, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're a defensive connoisseur, not not your thing there because no. a lot of, lot of uh, you know, just if, match if you're up. an athletic If you're an athletic fan, then defense is really not in our vocabulary. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's attack, attack, attack. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you saw the result there and, and um, you know, and obviously some frustration boiled over. And, and I, I think, you know, it's a few days past now and, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, at least the folks I've talked to on the Roughneck side are kind of looking forward to the this. You know, it's always the next match. You got to look forward to it. And obviously, you've had you know some things you know coming out you know just from the roustabouts. And you know, I don't want to you know get too much into that. But you know, there's obviously disappointing season so far. But you know, the good news is it's it's early, and you know you could want you can make a run at any time. You know, and it's the USL. You could. I mean, there's how many teams make the playoffs? Like half the the team so i mean you're only really you're only eight points out from the playoff spot so i mean three games you win you're right back in it so yeah yeah absolutely and then you know obviously the result on the other side with with oklahoma city dropping and then you know uh fc wichita rayados are one match away from playing possibly fc dallas i'm I'm i haven't seen the draw but i'm assuming we haven't we were trying to break that down ourselves i would guess the San Antonio would end up playing Houston, and then if Mississippi wins, I would guess they would be in line to play FC Dallas, and then that would open. If you're an FC Wichita fan and you beat uh, Rayotas, you, you would probably want to play Sporting KC. I mean, isn't that your dream oh, match? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. half of them are half of them are already are Sporting KC fans. So I mean, it's it always perfect dream. Yeah, it always seems like. Well, actually, that you mentioned that St. Louis. Is I think they're playing the winner of the Louisville match, I believe. So, you think that Chicago would be there? They'd be in line to play Chicago instead of Kansas City, like St. Louis normally does. So, yeah, I haven't. We'll see what the draw looks like. I think it should come out tomorrow. I imagine because you'd want to uh, know Thursday. Thursday is when they're doing the uh, U.S. Cup draw. Oh, okay. So, so they so, have any? That's weird. They usually do it prior to the. That's, well, yeah. Hey. So they really they have nothing lined up yet for those clubs who they would face. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's uh, yeah. So you know, I think some folks are wanting Wichita to win and maybe play Sporting Kansas City. So yeah, that, well, that'd that, be interesting. Yeah, because if they, if Wichita does win tomorrow, I mean, traveling to Dallas tomorrow before a match on Saturday, mm-hmm. getting more tired, tired legs again, back and forth late, not getting back. Mm-hmm. Then they would actually play the MLS opponent or USL opponent that Wednesday before our home match against them. So. Yeah. And so maybe, the, maybe that's why you want them winning. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. But there's always a backdoor reason why we want them to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's the normal U.S. soccer coin toss, Wichita will lose because the amateur sides always seem to lose. Yeah, I don't think I don't play. think their field's ready. I think is what Johnny Freedom told me. Like they, oh. I asked him, I said, "Hey, how come you guys have to go play Rayados if you win?" He said, "Well, because I don't think I think they're doing some renovations uh, that would, to their field." Or their yeah, contract. that would make sense. They they, they are playing at a. Uh, I think they're playing at Friends, press, aren't they? They're playing at Trinity Prep School, I believe. Trinity. Okay, okay. I was for some reason it's I had a, Friends uh, in my mind. It's a newer high school stadium up there. Looks like a nice little place, but it's still a high school stadium. Yeah, so I, I don't think you can drink there. I don't know what the laws are in Kansas, but I'm pretty sure you can't drink there, right? <laughs> oh sure, yeah. We'll say that, For right? Sure. Yeah, not drinking. We're anything not drinking there. at all. Yeah. No. So uh, wink, wink, right? Uh, <laughs> so what? What? What's your expectations? This, uh, you know, you're obviously playing you know, a, a great opponent. Playing, you know, obviously yep. this is the rival opponent. What? What is your expectations, and what do you think Tulsa needs to do to to to, to get a win up there this week? Well, I think we just need to play our game. I think mm-hmm. last year we saw in the playoff game that we tried to uh, play a little bit more defensive style soccer, and, uh, and they, we did, they just kind of got us on a couple goals. And we kind of tried to forget that last year playoff game. It was pretty embarrassing, for, especially for our club, to ever lose that game that bad. So we kind of forget about that as much as we can. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, this is redemption to – for sure to go up there and try to bounce back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, 
in this kind of season, uh, obviously we want to win, but even a draw is a great result, especially mm-hmm. a team that's coming in with great momentum. But yeah. uh, it, I think it's going to be uh, – I don't think it'll probably be the NPSL match of the week because they already had that match given to us once this week. But, I mean – They don't want to do it again. You, probably not. I mean, yeah. that's how the NPSL – I would say probably Chattanooga and New Orleans will probably be the match of the week, which is kind of a rivalry as well. Is that the Jesters? But, uh, yeah, I think the Jesters kind of knocked them out last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of a reason why that game would be. But, I mean, uh, getting a result up there will be great. It will be good. But uh, we can sneak out three points and then bring it back home to clinch that uh, playoff spot. Is The home field advantage is going to be huge. Yeah, and I guess FC Wichita, one thing you don't want them to do, which – they did last week twice is score in the 90 plus minute, <laughs> you know, so like, here. yeah, you don't, yeah, that's all right. You're all right. You're, yeah. Smoking, yeah. smoking out. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. That's something to note is FC Wichita two, two late goals to, for two winners last week, one against rough next to the other against little rock Rangers. So, uh, yeah, something, something you can't give up on, uh, they never stop. I mean, that's a mm. team that never stops. It's kind of like us, a team that never stops. I mean, sure. Um, um, yeah, that ex- as Einstein says, they got that extra minute, maybe a little rock. They're saying they didn't. I mean, it that's, is what it is. Home, I mean, I that's home cooking. I mean, it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? It, you know, it's like this, you know, it, it, it happens they, everywhere. Luckily, they can't hardly read our scoreboard at Veterans Park, so it's <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, Dan, you, the uh, is that your is it your truck or your van? The little oh yeah, the old uh, uh, Ry- uh, the Ramo, I don't know, I guess Bible School bus that we've uh, turned into the uh, official scoreboard was our tailgate bus for the longest time. And that is the most Tulsa athletic thing on planet Earth, right there. And slash Armory thing is the bus is the scoreboard. So. And then we always get confused on where to salute the flag, either the Spirit Bank built tower. Well, it's the, or the, most, it's or, the most patriotic field in America, so it's true. We love America. Oh, absolutely. Well, Dan, hey, tell tell folks how who don't know you already or don't know where you're at, where your uh, uh, pre and post game match uh, uh, feeds are, or your your podcast, and then um, anything else, any other social media you'd like to plug. Uh, Dan Award. To you, uh, Tulsa Armory on Twitter, I guess. Uh, we post it all over Facebook. Usually I'm lazy and I never just ever do it myself, so I just keep telling people to plug it whenever I get a chance. But, uh, well, uh, I'll try to do a little bit better job of uh, plugging more things. And my show is always better when I have actually somebody that actually knows something about soccer on the show. So <laughs> I'm trying to get more guests. Uh, it's, it usually struggles when it's just me. So hey, they just get another uh, frozen whiskey drink. It's all it'll take care of itself, man. Don't don't worry about we'll, it. We'll, we'll keep doing it. Uh, I want to give a quick out, shout out. Busy weekend of soccer here. I know we got uh, Dave Saunders coming on here shortly. Yeah. Uh, he will be calling the Fortuna matches Friday night. Uh, a lot of army members coming out to Friday night. It's going to be a good time. Hope to see a big crowd out there. Uh, so. It's a busy soccer weekend this weekend. You yeah, got yes, it is. And, and I'm glad you said that just real quick because I know Wayne's on here. He had said something like the record for WPSL is less than 2,000 people for a match. Oh, they, could, they could top that. That's what I thought. Dude, we, are you kidding me? That's, we can absolutely get that week one, no question. For sure. I, I mean, it's going just to a match at, at TU is a great place to watch anything. I mean, it's yep. It's such a great place to watch soccer. Oh, yeah. Best field in town. No question. I mean, to you. I don't, I don't know. For, uh, Veterans Park's pretty sweet. Oh, uh, I meant like field, like the actual. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're okay. saying our pitch ain't as good as TU's pitch? <laughs> I mean, we I mean, I mean, it's pretty it's, hard on that. It's, so it's, it's there. It's there. It's, 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 it's there. getting there, and it's going to get better. Uh, we're definitely working on it. Uh, if you haven't seen Arthur's Turf, we'll give a plug into them. They've done a really great job the grass is growing it looks where it was before the start of the season and it's where it is now is a thousand times better oh and plus so, I mean, they're doing a great job plus to use had like what a few decades on you too so i mean yeah and to... they and they bankrupt their university trying to make it look nice so, <laughs> so. 
Oh, hey. All right, man. Hey, Daniel. I'll get out of here. Hey, yeah, you appreciate guys. you coming on, Thanks man. Thanks for we'll... having me on. I'll try to get on again here in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll try to get on before. We'll, uh, got maybe some inside line to maybe get in a, uh, an FC Wichita goalkeeper on the show. So Ooh, nice. So he likes to eat a lot of cheeseburgers. So <laughs> we'll maybe try to get him on the show. <laughs> All uh, right. Have a, have a good one, man. All right, Daniel. Appreciate Daniel DeVore. On. Yeah, you bet. Man, no problem. Have a good one, man. Daniel DeVore on. Uh, part of the pregame, postgame Tulsa Athletic show there, live show on Facebook. You guys can tune in. And I try to share that whenever it's live as, as much as I can, but sometimes I miss it. So um, just uh, check it out. Uh, I think if you like the Tulsa Athletic page, it'll be it'll show up when he's on. So uh, it's great stuff there. And like you say, he's looking at getting some more guests on and always a good time. And it's it's a little more – I'll call it a little more unfiltered than mine, maybe a little bit. So it's great stuff there. So uh, thanks, Daniel DeVore on. And all right, so I'm going to right now uh, just take a quick moment, and we're going to play some music. Actually, we're going to play some good music. we got Alan Doyle, who will be performing at the tailgate, the Tulsa Roughneck tailgate on Saturday, uh, probably sometime after 5, some 5, 6 o'clock. I'm not sure exactly what time. Uh, if he posts it, I'll retweet it and all that good stuff. So he's got well, one of his albums has a very appropriate song, in my opinion. I think you guys will agree, too. It's called Tornado Alley from his Obscurity album. So I'm going to jam that while I'm going to get hooked up here with Dave Saunders, who will be on Fortuna Tulsa play-by-play, as well as Tulsa Roughnecks. So uh, if you guys hang tight, play some music, and we'll be right back. All right, folks, thank you so much. And for those on the live stream, we had Alan Doyle from uh, one of his album, one of his cuts from his album, Obscurity, Tornado Wally. It's a great, great song, very appropriate for the podcast. So, uh, wow, we've got so much soccer this weekend. Folks, you want to you wanna stick around for this. We've got Dave Saunders, play-by-play voice of Tulsa Roughnecks, and now Fortuna Tulsa here uh Dave Saunders, uh, you've got a very busy uh, weekend ahead of you, don't you? Hey, yeah, good evening, uh, Rog. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, I really have, and I'm so, so looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, fantastic fun. And just just to correct you, just real briefly, if I can. Sure. I'm actually the, the, the color summarizer on, on the Roughneck. So, uh, oh, that's right. Jeremy, You're right. Yes. Your, yep. Our good friend Jeremy Poppin, he is play-by-play. Um, but I will be play-by-play for Fortuna. Okay, there it is. Yeah, I, I, I was. You're right. So you get to do double duty, then, don't you? Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, I have done play by play for the Roughnecks when when Pop has been uh, on on assignment. So, mm-hmm. and I'm used to doing it from from my time at the BBC in England. So, but I love both jobs. But uh, yeah. Fortuna is going to be going to be play by play, and the Roughnecks, as people know, I'm the summarizer the so-called expert <laughs> hey we need a so-called i mean i just i i that's my label and i'm an expert of nothing so i've <laughs> so i just make it up as i go it's fine it's fine uh so dave let, let's uh before we hop into uh, fortuna real quick uh, we'll, we'll kind of do a little review of the roughnecks so uh you know kind of a unfavorable results on wednesday and then uh, turn around and make the jaunt to San Antonio, and and I think uh, uh, you get a result there uh, on the road at San Antonio. And uh, w- w- what do you kind of make of of these past two matches with the Roughnecks? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It was a great, great response, wasn't it, down at San mm-hmm. Antonio? And you took the words out of my mouth to go down there and get a result. I'm telling you, is something special, and I'm really thankful that the Roughnecks came away with you know the 1-1 draw the US Open Cup against Wichita was just one of those bizarre games that you get every now and again uh, playing in the game of soccer um you know i think a fair play to the opposition i said it in commentary they were a very good side that came and and took it to Tulsa they went down to 10 men and um and then Tulsa went down to 10 men and it was just yellow cards goals it was thrill of, of mm-hmm. soccer and having grown up in England with the FA Cup you know that is cup soccer for you mm-hmm. um, let's put that one behind us and let's move on to San Antonio and as I said I think to get a response I know uh, Coach Roger made a few changes rested a few tired legs and it seemed to work and they got a very mm-hmm. good point down at San Antonio 
Yeah, and and one one player that I, I think has really had a uh, you know who's come on the scene this season, and yeah, it's obviously not it's been a disappointing season to you know to anyone, but I think one person who has not is and and just you just see the results is is Joaquin Rivas has put in some goals and. And I, I don't think I expected him to do that this season. Did you? No, he's really stepped up. I mean, mm-hmm. I think by his own standards, he had a bit of a slow start. Um, but now he seems to be given, I would suggest, more of a freer role, which I think has allowed him to to get in good positions to get those goals. And boy, has he scored some good ones as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's on five now, isn't he? Yeah. And he's so, so important. I was a little bit worried for him when, you know, a few of the players like, you know, the likes of Kaffer and Kalistri, um, when, you know, moved on. Um, and I was a bit worried that he was just going to be on his own a little bit. But far from it. I think he's got good support. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a real asset to the to the side. And obviously, we're all desperate for the first win for the Roughnecks. And, and I'm sure Rivas is going to be in the thick of that when it comes. Yeah. And we had a question here. David uh, asked if, you know, what just kind of get a litmus test of the players or what, do, what's the kind of sense, you know, are they feeling optimistic or, you know, do you, I know at some point, you know, some, some, some people, you know, may feel beaten down a little bit from just some of the results not going their way. What, what's kind of your, your assessment of the team right now? <laughs> Well, do you know, it, it's interesting. I People might not realize this, but I don't actually get to meet the players or, or speak with the players mm. an awful lot. Um, sure. And so, therefore, I'm really judging it just as a fan. Mm. You know, I love calling the game w- with Pop. Um, and, you know, I think, and having been a, a football fan for a long time, and we can talk about being an Arsenal fan, another, oh, yes. an England fan, you know, I said to you before, there are frustrations on the way. And of course, every football fan wants your team to win every single game. And sure. everybody knows the Roughnecks have not won a game this season. But they did go five games on the bounce without without losing. And I mm-hmm. think that counts for a lot. So I don't know the behind the, the, the scenes. All I see is, is what everybody else sees. And I mm-hmm. think I've seen some good stuff. I've seen some not so good stuff. But mm-hmm. it takes time. And I, I, I know it's frustrating, but I would urge everybody to keep with them get behind them and it will come. The results will come. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you said, uh, well, last podcast, you, know, you could go through that road trip of Las Vegas, Sacramento, Fresno. I think anyone that, Hey, if you get the results in all those matches, great. Cause those are really tough opponents and very tough to play away. And you're on this, you know, rodeo road trip. And then, yeah, you, t- you turn around and you have the match in San Antonio a team. That's, I mean, outside the Open Cup last season, team that really got the better hand of the Roughnecks ever since the inception, and then go down there, get take a point away from them, and then you're going, okay, and then now you've got this match Saturday against the Oklahoma City Energy, which I think a lot of us thought that we'd be playing them twice this week, but so, so it is and is what it is, but... You know, Oklahoma City finally got uh, that monkey off their back and got the win against yeah. at home against Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Now, you know, I'm looking at this match going, this is a match I think Tulsa needs to get three points in, right? I, I would agree with you. I would agree yeah. with you. And I hope that one oak will be packed um, because it's a really significant big game. Not only is it your local rivals, but it is, as you say, you know, they've just come off a 1-0 win. They're not scoring a lot of goals. Um, we we can score goals. We, we, we concede a few as well. So we need to tighten that up. Um, if someone like with the aforementioned Rivas is on form and others, you know, who are coming to the fore, there's no reason at all why we can't get a good result and really get Tulsa going and get this season going. It, mm-hmm. It's a big, big game. We all know about the rivalry with OKC, and I, I really hope people will, will get to one out and get behind the boys and just, you know, kickstart this season. Sure, yeah. And, you know, this is the time of the season when time of the year, just climatologically, yeah, it's hot during the day, but 7.30 at night, starts getting cooler, or 7 o'clock, whatever the games are now. You know, you're sitting in the shade. It's not bad. It's, you know, it's not July. You know, it's 
It's right. Memorial Day weekend. A lot of people have the long weekend, so you got two days to recover if you decide to go to the <laughs> go and have a few pints that night. So yeah, I think and then you can have the Tulsa Athletic match on your on your on your on your on your phone watching that too. So I mean, right? It's just so much. And then oh yeah, by the way, let's talk about it because Friday night start of a brand new a uh, team that you know Dave I I don't I'm not a I don't know much about the local soccer scene here in on the women's side I'm just I just don't but I look at this the pedigree of some of these players coming in you got two U20 players all, division 1 players all over the place this team just looks absolutely stacked uh, am I am I wrong in that assessment no, you're absolutely right, my friend. Uh, and I've been involved with um, Fortuna now a little bit behind the scenes. Wayne Farmer, who many knows, played for the Tulsa Athletics. And by the way, can I just say I was at the, the first athletic game down there at Veterans Park, and uh, that was a fantastic occasion. You know, I support soccer, uh, period. You know, mm-hmm, it's, it's, sure. it's a world world game. I, I love the, the soccer in, in Tulsa. And Friday night at uh, TU will be Fortuna. They have got an amazing squad they put together. Mm -hmm. This is the real deal. This is putting women's soccer right there, professional women's soccer right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm meeting with them again tomorrow morning, um, you know, to, to, to run through game day. They've done an amazing job. They've got amazing people behind the scenes, really supporting these girls that are going to be, you know, this very formidable team, I'm sure. First game. Um, and again, ironically, against uh, Oklahoma City. So um, mm-hmm. it's going to be another a local derby. And uh, they're expecting a very big crowd there um, to support them. So, yeah, come and see Fortuna Friday night. Come and see the Roughnecks on Saturday night. And um, go and see the Athletics as well. It's all good stuff in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. And it just happened to schedule on the uh, athletic side. You know, since it's a way match, it's a Saturday night. But yeah, Sunday right. afternoons, the hashtag party in the park uh, during the day, the brunch, the brunch bunch, Ooh. or, you know, it's two o'clock on, on Sunday. So that's, you know, a, a, you know, something I was talking to Matt Bolt said, hey, you're not, there's no one else playing at that time. No, that, that's it. You're the only show in town at that time. So, of course, Sunday right. afternoons, nice day there. Get after that, get into the shade because it might get a little warm. But other than that, you know, and get you something to drink, cold drink too. But see, I can't, I don't drink on Sundays because not, no, no really particular reason. It's just if I have a beer at two o'clock, I'm going to be asleep by four. That's just, that's just the dad <laughs> that's life, right. you know, <laughs> just like, ah, oh. that's right. But, uh, but no, the athletics is, is, is great down there. I went mm-hmm. down there and you, you know, you can, uh, sort of wander around you can sit there and watch you know and it's it's a great standard i mean i know a lot of those players the athletic players and mm-hmm. they've got some oh, sure. great players and they've got a good team so you know and that's going well and as i said the fortuna kicks off on on friday night and uh, as i said that's the real deal there's some good people there working and they've made it professional and that's mm-hmm. that's really really good and i think this is the most significant um the deal you know in Tulsa for a long long time with, with oh, women's sure. soccer and um and they're all about equality as well Rog and you sure. know it's there's going to be lots of good things coming out of that as well and and the girls have been to various different things Mayfest and you know it's going to be a really good on and off the field um deal so uh, yeah. everybody get down there but you 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 need to be quick i think tickets are going pretty fast for that one Oh, that's great. That's great news. And yes, yeah, get your tickets. I know five bucks, I think, gets you, I think, standing room area, that's supporter right. section. I, I don't sit down. I'm, I'm a, I'm a stand up type. I just walk around and I, I yeah. yeah, maybe it's a nervous thing or maybe, I don't know. I just walk <laughs> around. I can't sit still. I'm, you know, like a five year old kid. It's fine. So, uh, but yeah, that, and you're talking, one of the things that I really, and, and Tulsa Athletic, you see it with them too, but it's this local connection to these players that mm. these, these, these mm. girls who actually a lot of them are playing college somewhere else. I mean, yeah, you have TU and you have some folks here locally, OSU and, and I guess U of A, I guess you want to call that local, but you know, a lot of, some of these people are coming in from out of state that played and, and, you know, and I, are you, I know you've, you've, you've called matches for Bishop Kelly or, or you coach there and, and you're maybe, are there some of these, uh, these ladies that you're familiar with just from watching in high school and, and any what you get a test to on that? 
Yeah, certainly, certainly there are. And I got to go to the the sort of sponsors um, deal last, uh, I think it was Saturday, uh, for the you know, Jersey uh, reveal. And it, it, there are a lot of uh, local girls there. Um, I, I'm coach on the boys' side at Bishop Kelly, but mm-hmm. I do, you know, call some games for, for Bishop Kelly TV. So I've called some of the girls' games. And there were certainly some names that I thought, yeah, I, I remember you, you know, some of the girls from Union Jinx, you know. Uh, and it's it's a really good uh, mix of, you know, local, which obviously brings in, you know, families and so on sure. from, from that point of view. But also some girls coming up. I think there's a couple from uh, Oklahoma City, um so, it, you know, it's a good, good squad, some from further afield than that. So very strong squad, and it'll be interesting to see how they do on that first night, which, uh, repeat, is Friday uh, at TU. You're right, and I believe that's a 7 o'clock kickoff. Is that correct? Yeah, I've actually seen that as 7 o'clock, yes, okay. 7 p.m. Seems like it's like all the kickoffs are seven on like Roughnecks and Fortuna's side. I, I I just remember seeing that. I know I think as we get further in, it might turn to seven thirty. But seven o'clock Friday. Don't don't wait till seven. Get there at like five. Just just leave Definitely. work. I mean, you're, no one works till five o'clock on the Friday before Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. I mean, you're not there. You're just go. Don't, don't worry about happy. Just go there. They'll have tailgate set up. I know that. I know. Yes. I don't know if Wayne's still yes. here in chat, but you know, if there's anything else, you know, he can chime in. But uh, yeah, I know there's a, there's I mean, there's stuff for kids there. I know there's a bounce cast, yes. splash pad. Yeah. You know, so when I, Lots when of I take my uh, my my toddler. He'll be all over that. So, um, but yeah, lots of great soccer, and like you said, just you're going to see a great quality product on the field. Also, you've got this rivalry. You've got another Oklahoma City rivalry. You know, we just yes. talked about the energy. Now you're talking. And OKC FC and and uh, some of those folks there that you know it's a team that was successful last season that had you know the you know they're they're not a slouch either it's just they're not going to be you know just a team that you're going to walk up and score ten points on it's nothing like that they're they're going to be very competitive um, you know and and I think like I said they take it very serious down there too and and I remember we had um, you know just talking with Wayne and some of the other uh, players that. Some of the girls they play with on you know, OSU or Tulsa, yes, they're that's right. They're playing at OKCFC, so it's like just a you're just looking at a mirror team there, and so yeah, great great stuff there. And then obviously you've got the local rivalries. Uh, Little Rock has a team, Wichita, of course, that's a that's a big rivalry around here. And then you know you've got a few of these other teams regionally that you're going to start seeing kind of pop up. So yeah, it's just kind of had this kind of like what you're seeing on the NPSL side. You're going to start seeing on the WPSL side. So. Uh, yeah, that's great stuff there. And uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I I think we're going to have a great team and, and the, all the matches are going to be streamed too, correct? Yes, uh, I, I understand it to be uh, Facebook Live mm-hmm. um, at the very least. Um, and I can tell you as well that one of the sensible things they've done is they've tried to put the fixtures and schedule the fixtures so they don't clash with uh, the Roughnecks or the Athletics, and mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm right in saying there might be one clash. And I hasten to add, my, I, I will be doing the Roughnecks. Uh, that's my number one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I think Fortuna play pretty much, you know, outside of the other two. So sure. that's sensible as well, so that everybody can go and see all three because sure. they're all right here on our doorstep. And uh, it's I can tell you, it, we've got three teams playing good quality quality soccer you know so oh, um, let's let's see how it all unveils on friday and you're right by the way if you've got a young family come down i've seen some of the stuff they've got there there's a there's a dartboard that you can kick the balls and they they stick onto the dartboard you know there's all sorts of stuff they really thought this through and everybody's very very excited about it and i'll be meeting as i said wayne again tomorrow morning he's been awesome he's kept me in the loop and uh, mm. lots of other people involved so Bring it on! Here we come. Fortuna arrives on uh, on Friday. Yeah, yeah. That's I just can't believe it's already here. I mean, I remember when the team was announced, and I was at the the unveiling, and you know, just talking with Wayne, and he, even telling me before they even had a team, hey, this is going to happen. And yeah, I mean, that seems like yesterday, and now here we are. Yes. And here my, we are, right there. If you're, if you're, yeah. listen, if you're, a fan, I don't care if you watch. We need to talk Arsenal just for a split second. Well, I'll get back to that. But if okay. you, you can watch these European teams, and you know, you've watched European teams, but this is what it's about: local soccer, 
you know, supporting your local, you know, local guys and people that you run into at the market and, and girls that you see, oh yeah, they played Jinx high school last year and now they're playing here at Fortuna and, or, you know, Roughnecks or wherever. And, and these, these folks are all in our community or have been in our community. And, and it's just like, we've got soccer right here and you can drive anywhere in the Metro 10, 15 minutes, get to downtown, get to you, get to veterans park and so, if you're not watching local soccer and you want to watch, that's your own fault, right? I mean, well, it's it's it's. I mean, I know schedule conflicts, but there's just so much to watch right now. No, there is, and I think what I can say again, promoting all three of the teams, is mm-hmm. that that you know, win, lose, or draw, the players will be there at the end of the game, signing autographs mm-hmm. and you know, signing T-shirts, and that's very much um, what the Roughnecks have done, what the Athletics do, and Fortuna. I, I know from Wayne that you know they want to make you know, fans be able to sort of go and talk to their heroes, you know, here they are, the girls that have just played this professional team. They really want them to be there. So they'll be out there signing autographs. And it's, you know, you, you mentioned Arsenal. I mean, I've, I've grown up with that quick plug Exeter city league Mm -hmm. two, you know, my hometown back in, in, uh, in, in England. And they play at Wembley on, on Monday, actually in the league two playoff final against, Coventry City, winner takes all, goes to League One, loses, stay in League Two. But you know, I wait, wait, that's this, that's this Monday, because that's... they are, they are, yes, this this coming Monday okay. at Wembley. Um, so you get the you get the most expensive game of, of uh, football in England on Saturday, which is the Championship final. Uh, from memory, Aston Villa against Fulham, and that winners of that one go into the Premiership. And then on Sunday, you have the, the League One playoff, which uh, the winners go into the championship. And then the aforementioned League Two one, which is Exeter City and Coventry, um, come on. The Grecians, they're called. We could do a whole podcast on, on nicknames of, of football teams for the Grecians. And a quick plug for the manager as well. And people might know this because I've already mentioned it, uh, I think, once in commentary. commentary. Mm-hmm. Now Arsene Wenger has left Arsenal. The manager of Exeter City, actually, his name is Paul Tisdale, a thoroughly professional, very, very nice guy. He now becomes the longest-serving league football manager in England and Scotland. So uh, Paul Tisdale is his name. He's been there since 2006. Um, He was always second to Arsene Wenger, but now Arsene Wenger's retired, of course. He becomes that, that has that Paul Tisdale. Watch out for that name. Paul Tisdale. All right. Well, we'll remember yeah. that. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I was watching this the other day on ESPN Plus. So for folks who probably keep up the USL, Tulsa Roughnecks, and MLS, if you have US, uh, ESPN Plus, I don't know if you may be at work or whatever, but I believe those League One, League Two, and, and Champion, all those games are on ESPN Plus, I believe. They they are, and I was in my my free lesson, my planning block, and I was able to watch some of the Exeter Exeter game on ESPN Plus, and that's been a real, um, <laughs> real plus actually, um, because that and something called I Follow, I've been able to watch all of my team's games, Exeter City. Mm-hmm. So if you follow a team or you want to follow a team in England, I think it costs 140 bucks uh, one off payment for the iFollow. Mm-hmm. Of course the the ESPN plus I think what is it Roger 499 a month 499 a month yeah. But but you do get to see all sports. I can even watch some cricket from from England, you know. It, Heck it yeah. it's a very yeah, it's a very good addition and um yeah, I was able to see Exeter triumph in the the two-legged uh, playoff semi-finals. Mm-hmm. Now it's final time on on Monday. Yeah, I, I was off work at the little one so I was able to watch I watched the League One semifinal, and I watched right. the Fulham match, which the Fulham match was great. That was people carried the players, and uh, it was yes. awesome. That was a really fun match to watch. And uh, yes. that's that's we talk about playoffs. We the NBA, no one's watching because no one cares because we already know who's going to win. That is drama to the nth degree because it means so much. It literally means a team possibly having financial success or not. Absolutely. And if yeah. you, as I said, I think, you know, the Aston Villa versus uh, Fulham game on Saturday, you know, you imagine you win that, you're in the premiership. You know, it's that big. If you lose, you stay in the championship. Yeah. They call it the most expensive game of uh, soccer in England. So, uh, you know, good luck to all the teams playing. Uh, they get to play at Wembley, of course, the home of, of the England uh, national team. Mm-hmm. Um who uh, obviously everybody in America is going to be rooting for in the World Cup, he says, tongue-in-cheek. 
So <laughs> mm. we need we need your support in the World Cup, please. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, I think all the United States fans will be probably looking for somebody to root for. So uh, right. why not? Yeah. You know, it's it's fine. I'm I'm excited. Just real quick, uh, what what's your thoughts on the new Arsenal manager? And are you optimistic, pessimistic? What's your feelings um, there? I, I am always an optimist um, sure. every single time. And I think the manager, the, the coach that is in place or appointed, somebody has appointed them, you get behind them. And sure. that's, call me old-fashioned, you know, that's what I will do with Fortuna, with the athletics, with with uh, with the Roughnecks. You know, that that is the person in charge. You support them. You go through thick and thin as a fan. It's not easy. I don't know much about this guy, um, Emery, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know that what I do like is there's a what I call a clean sweep of, of staff. So, you know, Arsene Wenger's people are pretty much have, have gone. Uh, new team comes in. Uh, I'm sure there'll be new faces on, on the field as well for, for our beloved uh, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And we'll all get behind the, the manager. I, I'm, opt- I'm always optimistic. I hope he's given the chance. I think it's a slight gamble because we don't really know him. Nobody really knows him. Um, but I'm sure he'll come in and, and do his own thing. No disrespect to Arteta, but those of us that you know are Arsenal fans, I, I don't know if you agree with me, but I'm glad they didn't go down that road with Arteta. I don't think um, that would have been the good fit, but that's just my feeling. Yeah, I was just – Vieira was one that – I had, you know, maybe because I'm just familiar because he's on the MLS and, you know, I've watched him as a player and thought, okay, he's been manager here in the United States. Maybe they would give him and maybe he didn't line up philosophically with what, you know, the board or the, I I don't, I don't really know, but I was, I was a little disappointed to see that he wasn't maybe, maybe he was, I I don't know. I wasn't in those meetings, but he was one that I looked at and said, oh, I would, wouldn't mind just kind of a young, you know, kind of a guy like that, that is looking to make his mark that has a little bit of experience, but I don't know if maybe I'm way off base. There. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I like him. I mean, he was an amazing player for Arsenal. The, sure. the only thing I, I would say, um, it, it would have been great. Some people would say that would have been sentimental and, and sometimes ex players who've been legends at clubs don't make the best coaches or managers. And I think, what Vieira needs to do, in my opinion, is to, to get a job in Europe, maybe as an assistant somewhere, and mm-hmm. then we might see him in future years as one of the one of the number one coaches, you know, for one of the Premiership clubs. Sure. But I think maybe timing not right, quite right for that one. Same with Thierry Henry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the club legend, we all love him, but they don't necessarily make the best coaches. This guy's a bit of an unknown, so we'll give him a chance, see what happens, and. Uh, sure. You know, you all get behind your team and the manager that's put in place, don't you? Yeah. What other choice do you have, right? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, all right, Dave. Well, uh, Dave Saunders here. Uh, I want to say that I'm going to try to get this right. So, color analyst, Tulsa Roughnecks, play by play voice, Fortuna Tulsa. Dave, uh, where's your social media? Anything you got there you, you'd like to plug right now? Um, just, just <laughs> I've already talked about it enough. Uh, you know, get behind Exeter City in the in the final uh, on Monday. But no, I'm just uh, I'm just loving everything that's going on for uh, Tulsa. You'll see me supporting all all of the teams in Tulsa because I just think you know I've grown up with the game. It's an international game, mm-hmm. and I think just in the what four and a half years I've been here in Tulsa, I, it's it's just grown so much, and and it needs to continue growing. And everybody just enjoy this wonderful wonderful game that we love. Absolutely, and and having a pint in your hand doesn't hurt either. So, uh. <laughs> yes, that's always that's always a good good uh, good thing to to do. But as I say, get down to uh, to you on Friday night. Get down to uh, Saturday at One Oak, and then it's Sunday afternoon, isn't it, Veterans Park? Mm-hmm. So get down to all three, everybody. Absolutely. All right, Dave Saunders. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I'm sure we'll be in touch here in the future, and. And all the best and the best of luck this weekend, okay? Hopefully we'll have a little bit of a little bit of voice uh, on Sunday for you, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Roger. I appreciate uh, coming on and anytime uh, I'll talk with anybody about this wonderful game that we love. All right. Thank you so much, Dave. Dave Saunders there, everybody. Great guest there and uh, great insight. And uh, Yeah, I mean, and he was also, some, I think Matt pointed out earlier in, in another tweet that he was also the um, – 
either play-by-play or, or, or color analyst of uh, Tulsa Athletic back in 2014. So he's had his hand on all the, you know, all the professional semi-pro level, amateur level soccer here in Tulsa and also coaches Bishop Kelly here locally. So Mr. I mean, that's, that's Mr. Tulsa right there. I mean, we were talking about folks who are just, you know, ingrained locally here with this team and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, he's from England, but uh, is bringing some of that experience over here and, and some of that love of the game and with Exeter City. So Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast, we are official supporters of Exeter City, League Two, baby. So we're, we're pulling for those guys on, I guess, on Monday. So I'll have to record that now that I have, a, I guess, a dog in the fight, so to speak. So anyway, um, we'll go ahead and... I'm going to check something real quick to see. We thought we may have had one more guest coming on. I don't know if we're able to link up here. I'm going to try see if we can get a hold of him. Um, we've uh, been playing a little little uh, social media tag with one of our uh, our possible guests. So I'm going to check real quick. And so I'm just going to do some typing here. If he's not on, we'll just we'll just move on. Um, but anyway, so we've got a lot of soccer to talk about this weekend. We've we've had some great guests kind of break it down already. Um, you know, we've had, you know, I think, uh, you know, with, you know, we'd mentioned earlier, had a little, you know, I guess, you know, frustrations boiled over the other night. And, you know, I think at some point time just kind of takes care of those type of things. You move on and you say, all right, it's next game. And, you know, you drink, you know, have a couple of beers, drink and, move on i guess i don't know i don't i guess maybe in my i don't know as i've gotten older i guess i've you know like yeah you know things obviously don't want teams to you know lose or to be um you know to be bad i mean you you can root against teams here locally i I, i'm a supporter of all three and you know the you know we can talk about it david at devot out you know obviously there was you know, frustration built over and, you know, I don't want to get too much into, you know, rumors or anything like that. Uh, just from the play on the field, you look at it and go, okay, yeah, the results haven't gone your way. And, you know, it's something Dave mentioned. It's like, hey, you got some draws against some pretty tough opponents on the road. I mean, you can't just, just go, oh, okay, that's, that's a bad result. That's a good result. It's just the wins haven't come at home. Maybe some wins that you should, you know, you got, you know, the FC Wichita match. It's not like, oh, they won 4-0. And, you know, they got a kind of a wonder goal there at the very end. Frank Talu, who was a matchup problem and was going to be a matchup problem for a lot of folks. I, mean, I don't care if you're Phoenix Rising or whomever. I think that he's going to cause problems for a lot of people. And FC Wichita is not a bad – it's not like they just a bunch of dudes that – a bunch of me's out there showing up going, ah, you know – it's it's an over forty team playing against a, a pro team. I mean, it's, these guys played each other, played with each other for years. These things happen, and even I mean, it wasn't like Tulsa with Roughnecks the only team that got cup set on Friday on Wednesday. It was North uh, uh, Oklahoma City, Phoenix Rising. For goodness sakes, got they got beat. Um, you know, there's uh, who else? Was it Charlotte? Charlotte uh, Independence got beat. I mean. Indy 11 lost at Mississippi Bria. So it's not like, I mean, as much as it was, okay, it's a bad game, it's a bad season, and it's, it's time to pile on. I, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't know my personal opinion. doesn't really matter. But, you know, it's you just, like, like Dave said, you just get behind the team. You, you know, these players, they want to win. I have no doubt about it. I know they're devastated to lose on Wednesday, and no question there. They're, you know, they're they're playing. They're they're giving everything they have. Um, you know, I'd say the same thing feels athletic or you know any team. So it's it seems the players care. I mean, when I go play indoor soccer, I'm terrible, but I still care about winning. You know, I mean, I still want to win. I still want to play well, and hopefully not tear an ACL. That's usually my. I just don't want to tear an ACL, and then oh, if we win, that's great. But you know, I think that. Um, you know, I think I don't. I mean, <laughs> people want to win, and you know, you can't blame people for not wanting their team to win. That's just fans. You know, fans are expectations are 
I'm gonna try to put this on it you know, or here, you know, but the reality is somewhere below typically. I mean, I'm an OU fan. My expectations are hey, we're gonna compete for the national title, but real realistically that's not that's not realistic. Um, you know, as a roughnecks, you know, you look at roughnecks, it's like, hey, you know, this team should be right around the compete for a playoff spot. I think that's that's where I, you know, if, if you're on one side or the other, I don't think constitutes as a bad season now. You don't want to be last place, but I think sometimes, and, and this is a long season, yeah, you don't want to be this far, you know, get too far behind because you know, playoff pictures will, the playoffs will be running the other direction. But this is a team I think is capable of, you know, obviously winning some, beating some good opponents. I mean, you're a couple minutes away from getting a big win at, at Sacramento, um, could have easily had a win at Sacra- at San Antonio this weekend. Uh, you know the Roughnecks were knocking on the door at the second half, and I thought they're, you know, yeah, Joaquin got the goal, but I, I thought there was going to be another goal there. I mean, there was another goal to be had there, and almost got it. So, you know, you you get a couple more goals here and there. So having three points, you've got fifteen points, or uh, maybe not fifteen, but you've got nine points or 12 points or instead you got four you know it's a that's a huge difference in the standings so to answer your question being too negative I you know I think a lot of things happen that conjure up feelings from 2016 and just seeing how that just just never really got turned around but I think maybe this is me being optimistic or whatever um, this is a team that has the ability to to get results, and I think that I think they'll figure it out. They're just too many guys. That are, you're good guys. They're smart. They'll, and you know we got a few. You know, I guess Loney's coming up, and maybe some Chicago guys had a couple of Dallas guys come up, and and Jesus Ferreira, and yeah, I think uh, you know, you know that's uh, that's it. You know, I think the results will come you know if they don't yeah no big deal it's it, you know it is what it is but it's not like you know i think people would probably get more frustrated if people were quit giving up and and i, I don't think i've seen that you know there be seen guys i mean maybe you're losing 3-1 it's 90 minutes or 4-1 against you know phoenix okay you know you're not going to win the match it's you know it's it's not like you know it's it's a you know oh you know 4-1 and you're in the 80th minute I mean, really, what are you going to do there? But uh, outside of maybe that OC match, you, you're so you have you have not enough players to compete. You know, eleven, eleven. You know, maybe you you have a little bit of a let up there. But I haven't seen just a team just uh, put their hands on their head and just uh, loaf off the field or not hustle. Seems like the effort's still there. The effort is definitely still there. Um, you know, I think uh, you know. I, it's um yeah i think you know something david you mentioned was just um the atmosphere the culture of what you know if you're having a good time you got friends over and you know you're enjoying yourself that's all it's about and you know i think i think we kind of get caught up in a little bit of and myself too included i'm not immune to this is the results it's it's all about the results but to me i i enjoy just hanging with people and hanging with my friends and you know getting away for a minute and just enjoying watching soccer live and yeah you may not get the results but you know i just enjoy just hanging out and and you know chatting and you know talking soccer and and watching it happen in front of me it's it's all it's all kind of a holistic thing to me so um maybe that's probably why i don't get too hot and bothered over results maybe I would have at a different point in my life but you know soccer it's it's just something I enjoy and I don't know uh, you know support whoever you want to support and I think um you know and maybe you know you know winning kind of cures everything so when you're winning people like ah it's fine who you know who cares but you know losing everything's all of a sudden on the table you know, I mean, even in business, I mean, I've worked for, you know, when I was in sales years ago, you know, I had, a, I had we came into an underperforming situation and, 
it's just they analyze everything. You know, are making enough calls? Are you talking to the right people? This, that. No, we need to document everything, everything. You know, it's, you know, you get kind of micromanaged to death when you're losing, you know, so, um, or underperforming, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's always winning kind of cures everything. But anyway, it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, it's, it's, everybody's still having a good time. That's all it's really, really about. As long as kids are still coming out to matches, uh, people are still coming, you know, um, yeah, that's, you know, Veterans, whether it's Veterans Park, Fortuna, Roughnecks, whatever. As long as kids, people still coming out, that's really as important. But yeah, I think you know we'll we'll get some more players. I know I've been kind of scrambling and with the kids and everything, so it's, I haven't had. Uh, I've, I've had great guests come on. We'll try to get some players on and get some of those folks get that perspective on their side as well. So, um, but anyway, I think that's all I have. I guess we have Champions League final this week. Is it this weekend? Next weekend? I don't know. Somebody there. Somebody's playing. Uh, Madrid and uh, Liverpool, I guess. So I, I, I thought it may be this week. Maybe it's the weekend after. But then you got the World Cup. Holy crap. Now you've got a lot of soccer coming up this summer. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your local boys and girls are playing too. So, oh, man, so much soccer. So, yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for all the questions live chat. Thanks for our guest, Daniel DeVore, uh, Dave Saunders. And we will be back, hopefully, re-rack next week. So anyway, I'm, I'm out of here, guys. You guys have a great Wednesday. I'm out. Peace. God bless. Take care. See you.